We are here with a, a legend, really, at Electric Daisy Carnival in Vegas, 2013. He just got off the main stage. Here is Umek. How are you? I'm very well, thanks. How are you? <laughs> good, thank you. I'm happy to be with you. You put on a great show from what we caught. And, uh, and I mean, that's, that's big. You're on the main stage this year, and you absolutely deserve it. So... I mean, how, how do you feel about just moving up the ranks in the, the eyes of the event organizers anyway? It's amazing, yeah, because uh, I never thought like the, the music that I play is going to be a um, uh, kind of success here in America. So I'm, I'm surprised that I get a chance to, to play main stages. It's, I mean, my music was always more fitted for uh, like uh, smaller stages. And uh, I think Electric Daisy has uh, organizers, they have big bolts, you know, to... to uh, put this kind of music on a, on a big stages and I think it's the right move and I'm uh, really happy you know? and you're not up there alone I mean you have some of your peers Carl Cox and Richie Houghton so it seems like they made a like you said big balls they made a big move this year yeah because it's I mean main stage is all about the commercial music you know and uh, to do something like this and especially on Electric Daisy it's it's amazing so uh, thumbs up you know? not to get too philosophical or anything here but do you feel that that kind of represents a movement in North America the techno and the, the, your kind of sub-genre are making their way in front of people and into their ears? Definitely, because I think uh, America is, is all about uh, like big acts. I mean, it's basically it's all, all the same around the world, but uh, you know, I think this is the first uh, wave of, of, of ravers, you know, they got um, not annoyed, but they started to, to dig in, you know, and, and, and try to find different kinds of styles, you know, so this is where I came in and I think they, they searched my music and uh, music of like Richie Houghton and, and Carl Cox and all the, the big techno names, the big established names in, in, in Europe so yeah I think it's um, yeah, it's, it's look, looking really good yeah it's a big deal I mean you've been doing this since you were younger than Avicii professionally I, I, I count my, my career my professional career from 17 when I was 17 years old but uh, I started when I was actually 14 15 years old on the school dances uh, this youth club you know in the afternoon and I played cassettes and I had luck that my friend was a DJ so he gave me a chance to to play some 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 tracks and uh, this is where I uh, trained my skills on decks, on uh, techniques. I didn't have money to buy any, you know, decks you know, at the time, so I was lucky. So I, I could learn there, and then I was playing the parties all around our area, and I didn't even own a pair of techniques, you know, at the time. So yeah, it was quite tough, but uh, really special. So now th that makes me kind of curious. How did you go from DJing at a youth club to producing, especially back then when you know your sound was was pretty much a niche thing? Uh, yeah, if I if if I see how I mean, if I look back and 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 try to figure out how I made it, it's, it was crazy because there was no internet, no nothing. Uh, I just knew that I want to make music because I was DJing. It was like, how the hell they're making this kind of stuff? There's no guitars, there's no nothing. Like, and then uh, I met some guys. Uh, called, called Random Logic and uh, Analyze Friends of Slovenia and they were actually one of the first uh, producers from Slovenia and somehow they got this data how the, this, this music is made and I went there to their studio and I saw these reading machines and, and synthesizers not many but still they have few and I was like oh, this is how it's made and then I bought my first sampler from Random Logic and this is how it started you know I mean I produced music even before on this funny uh, program called Scream Tracker it was four channel mono 8-bit kind of thing and uh, like I sat down with two of my friends because they know how to program those, that thing you know and we were just throwing ideas and, and making sounds and beats and stuff like that it was so funny and we were actually because at that at the time you couldn't buy sounds like now like sample banks so we actually we sampled it from cassettes that we, we, we recorded on the radio so you can imagine how shitty that sounded you know yeah, yeah. and people are complaining right now how can I make music 
like I would I mean like, I want to punch you you know like all these possibilities and then you know still like how the hell can I make music you can go to YouTube and just check it out you know it's so easy yeah. and we had to learn the the hard the way hard you know way, yeah. I mean even okay I'm in the scene for many years but I think it was even harder for the guys like for like Richie and and and, and Carl and all these guys who were it was even harder I guess and and, and why do you think that why because they were the first you know in those who are first are like breaking the rules and, and doing something new, something different, and it's it's always hard. Uh, I think it's very special, but it's hard, you know, because at the time I, I can I can send I can I can speak for myself in Slovenia. There was no people who were listening to this kind of music, so it was one of the first guys who were making this, and there was there were literally no crowd, so I had to make my own crowd, you know. So. Stuff. And here you are on the main stage with a sea of people, as far as I can see, up there playing in a nest under a bird. <laughs> Now here you are. Yeah, true. It's, it's funny, like especially if you think like from Slovenia, uh, communist country, ex-Yugoslavia, all the wars that our area had and stuff. Yeah, it's 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 uh, my dream. My dreams come true, you know. So yeah. Well, same with us. We're happy to see you up there as well. So that takes us to now. What are you working on right now? What do you see, you know, in your future? Right now, the only thing that I'm that I know is that I don't know nothing. So I'm going to change constantly. I don't know what I'm going to do in in a year. Right now, I just did a track with the Groovebox and we signed it to Tool Room. I did one new tune for uh, Great Stuff that comes out uh, quite soon. Uh, one new tune for Deep Perfect. I'm doing a remix. Uh, actually, I was working on a remix today on a plane for Fit Like Grant. And I'm finally doing my own sample CD sample pack. So. Um, so young producers will have a chance to, to use my sounds. And not have to go out there and beat on a tin can with a microphone or record on, rip off the radio. It's so easy these days, you know, it's like really easy. Well, it's Aries here on ShotDrive.com. We've been hanging out with Umek, who just got off the main stage at Electric Daisy Carnival. Very talented guy up there on a the stage with very talented artists. And we're really excited to be here. We will see you next year, hopefully sometime sooner, Umek. Thanks so much for your time. And hey, thanks, thanks for the vodka. <laughs> Thank you.